You'll learn about making disciples and planting churches, but beyond that, you'll gain practical wisdom about subjects like how to manage your team, handling difficult people, pulling a congregation off a growth plateau, and even money management. You're going to hear some stuff in, in this particular section of this interview that's going to curl your hair, honestly. Uh, he's going to talk about a guy named Richie the Barber. I met Richie. He scared me. Uh, he, he He's a, a personality. He's made himself out to be a clown. And that includes some tattoos. That includes what he's done to his hair. That includes some very, very different things. The guy's going to a Bible college. He's hungry for Jesus. I mean, when that guy got saved, he really got saved. And the thing that so excites me about this at the same time um, makes me a little nervous is that this reminds me of what was going on back in the 70s, where uh, things that were a little unusual, very different, were happening to all of us. But people were coming to Christ in ways that none of us could categorize. We just didn't have a slot to put it into. And that's what you're going to hear in this interview. You probably heard it in the last one, but you're for sure going to hear it in this one. And what I want to say is, you know, some of you guys believe that deliverance from demons uh, never happened. There's others that believe that, well, that happened in the first century. That doesn't happen now. Uh, those of you that believe that it never happened and it was a psychological thing, well, you're kind of making Jesus out to be a fruitcake or something. So you got a problem. But having said that, what I really want to say is just show a little patience here. Uh, your theology is going to get rattled. Uh, mine does all the time. It for sure did back in the day. And so let's just try to let the Holy Spirit speak to us. There was something that might be a little different than what we would anticipate. And, and, and you know, kind of go, what can I glean from this? This isn't all something I'm going to jump into, but what can I get out of it? And have a really open heart because God wants to pour something into your heart, I promise you. People were come to the come to church, come to the Lord on drugs, yeah. and then get cleaned up. And yeah. um, some of our original guys went to visit a denominational church. Um, they were hippies, and they were told, you know, shave and and wear better clothes and all that, and you can come back. They were they were mm -hmm. locked out at the door, and um, and and there was a lot of skepticism, and and yet I saw the churches the mainline churches that embraced what God was doing uh, got blessed and those that rejected it missed out. I'm, I'm watching the church world wringing our hands over uh, Gen Z and, and we're, we're, we're losing them and the numbers are coming in badly, really badly. And yet you guys are meeting young people all over the place that are encountering the Holy spirit, meeting Jesus yeah. Uh, there's a book out called The Fourth Turning, and the kind of the premise of the book, I'm going to take a little time with this, but these guys wrote a book called Generations back in the 1980s, and it was called Generations, um, The History of America's Future. And starting with the Puritans who left England, and they weren't old people, they were young, well-educated, most well-educated cadre in America were the Puritans because they were all like Cambridge and Oxford graduates who struggled with the churchiness of the Church of England, and they gave up and came to America to start over. But every four generations on a cycle, there has been a, a spiritual awakening in America. 
The last one was the Jesus Revolution. But the people, when they wrote the book in the 80s, which is about 10, 12 years after the Jesus movement was over, they they said that it was it was a half a spiritual awakening. It was the first time that it didn't overtake the country because mm. the, the spiritual awakening was half Christian and half New Age. And then they which said, which one is that you're talking about? The book is called Generations. And, and what, what movement are they referring to? They were referring to the Jesus movement, the Jesus revolution. Okay. And so they're saying yeah. it kind of went off halfway. It, it was powerful. I mean, I was in it. It was overwhelming. And, and when it was over, you knew it was over. It was, you knew it had been a work of the spirit because when it was over, it's over. But they've just come out with another book now called The Fourth Turning. In other words, this is the fourth time that the cycle has gone around. And, and here's what they said. They said it's coming a little early and and that, that we didn't expect it for another 10 years, but that there's beginning to be cracks in the system to where young people are starting to open up spiritually all over again. Mm -hmm. And I think that that, you know, if anybody's listening to this, go buy the book, The Fourth Turning. You don't need to read Generations, the, the introduction, they'll, they'll clue you in. But The Fourth Turning it really is is kind of saying we're set up for something to happen. We don't know what it is, but it's going to happen. Well, I think you guys are part of what it is. And this whole business of God working outside the box, because that's what he always does. I mean, when, when Jesus came on the scene, he was outside the box. Wherever Paul preached, he was outside the box that we call organized religion. And I, I think that uh, this is... Uh, kind of a harbinger of something really, really uh, good that's coming down the road, and 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 we're going to see more of it. I I want yeah. you to um, tell us about a little bit about the worst failure that you've seen, and the best success that you've seen aside from what you're doing in Oceanside. As related to Jesus Party specifically, yeah, yeah, as related to, uh, to 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 Jesus Party, and not necessarily Jesus Party, but the whole the whole scenario of what you guys are, you know, because you're part of of a bigger movement than just Jesus Party. Yeah. Um. Well, I've made a lot of mistakes. Um. And like I said, this is beta. We're doing an experiment. So, um, I've done Jesus Party two summers. Um. The first summer we went pretty late at night, but there's less people. Sometimes we'd be out there till midnight, 1 a.m. And we'd be sitting around roasting marshmallows. I like to say roasting marshmallows, telling Holy Ghost stories around a bonfire. Um, but this last summer, there's more people. And um, the later at night it got, um, to me, it felt a little bit unsafe. Um, there's a lot of homeless people down here. And... Um, and I had people wanting to fight me and whatnot. And so probably going a little too late this, this year. Um, I didn't, I didn't like that. Um, I don't <laughs> I, actually, I remember <laughs> they were in the first Jesus parties I did as a real small group. And I'm sitting at this, this table and I'm trying to read through the book of Matthew uh, Ryan taught, en encouraged me to like just do the chapter by chapter deal, and I did that for a while, but it didn't end up working out. So I'm trying to do it, and there's these homeless guys, and one's like just talking nonsense, and the other's talking nonsense, and I'm like, 
oh man, I can't do this. And so I asked one to leave because he was getting kind of aggressive. So he just went to the next um, picnic table and like, like stared me down and just like, <laughs> you seen him going down the street. So that was, that was like, um, yeah, that's been kind of gnarly. So um, I, I started asking two friends at the end of this last season, um, like to be like, like security. Like, I'm like, yeah, we need like, kind of like keep an eye on stuff. So people feel safe. The girls feel safe. And if someone's getting too gnarly, we need to kindly ask them to leave. So that was a big, big growing moment. Yeah. Yeah. We had a guy in Hawaii that started three in a row in Hawaii poor people a lot of them will move to the mainland when they get out of high school or whatever because there's better jobs they, they go to Las Vegas and so this guy started in a, with a kind of a street gang in a in a pretty tough neighborhood and pretty soon there's like 80 kids there but they got attacked by another gang mm -hmm. and people went to the hospital it was it was it was you know we're yeah. out of church and people go in the hospital Wow. And then that, that group kind of all graduated and moved on. They married their girlfriends that they'd gotten pregnant. They got their GED test. They, you know, they, they left. So he start kind of starts over with a remnant. And now somebody invited them to use a public school. So they're, they're using a cafeteria and a public school for church. And again, 70, 80 kids showing up and, and another gang came and it got, it got really ugly. I, I have a friend, uh, his name is Wally one of the biggest men I ever saw in my life. The guy's huge. And um, he, he, uh, he's been in every federal penitentiary in the state of California. He's living in Hawaii. He had been a drug dealer. And he, if you cheated him, he would hurt you badly. You know, he, mm -hmm. he had been a rough boy. But God changed him, sweet, sweet spirit. But he decided, I'm going to be the guard. I'm going to be the security guard here. And, and just, and basically, the hulk of his body will scare people off who are nasty. And I, you know, I met a, a kid who told me that he feels God's called him to be Dustin's bodyguard. Um, <laughs> I think that's uh, that's really cool. Tell me um, about somebody else. You know, somebody's gone and done something that you would go, "Wow, this is really cool. This is this is way out there." Yeah, I have actually I have four friends right now, and they're just on a road trip, going up California. I think they're going to the Oregon and just visiting little um, house churches. And I I've been following them on uh, Instagram, and they're in San Francisco, and they just go out and they just they get um, uh, speakers and they do spontaneous rap, and then they mix it up with the worship. Um, those guys would, would come to Jesus party too sometimes, and. They're just really, really cool. They just go out there. They 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 make it fun. They're actually talented musicians and super proud of those guys. See see what's going to come up this little trip. I mean, they're like, yeah, I don't. They're just winging it kind of and just visiting people and going out out in the open and sharing sharing the gospel. It's pretty cool. Right now, it's going on. I think you got to have to to do what you just said or to endorse what you just said. You gotta have enough faith in the Holy Spirit that it's not. We've got to program this. We've got to make it happen. Uh, you know, we always. You know, I think it's valid the term follow up. Um, the, the question yeah. that somebody's going to say is, well, you know, what good is that? Those guys are just, you know, hit and run, and there's no follow up. But there is follow up, 
and 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 he's called the Holy Spirit. And you know, we've all seen these stories of people's lives. And the guy who you know met Jesus looking on social media at two in the morning at Jack in the Box. It's, it's the Spirit who does the the work in the heart, and we've gotta we've gotta engage that. I, I, you know, we, I, I don't know if you met him that day. I met him that day where we were together in September at, in, um, in San Clemente, but, uh, talk, talk about your impression of Richie, the barber. Uh, here's a guy who's got an internet presence. Yeah. Uh, he, he looks really wild and, and, and he can't change that because he's tattooed his face all over and, and, and then he met Jesus. And, and when, when I heard him talk, it's like, you know, I got. I want to go to Bible school because I want to be able to tell people right about Jesus and, and just just talk about that because I think that <laughs> I mean he's yeah. he's unusual, but it's it's yeah. we're going to have to think about how do we how do we accommodate people who are different than us because we're not real good at that. Rich, Richie the bar- barber is definitely a sign and wonder. Um, yeah, so he's like um, a professional clown. He works and like Hollywood type people and he's tattooed his face like a clown like blue and red and um I went to um I've just met him a couple times but I went to a a meeting that was at his house is actually outdoors um he has apartment complex and they just kind of sat out there and did worship and preached and uh this has been one thing just to be quite honest that's been super new to me that I've seen a lot in California and like at Richie's, the barber's place, there's like a lot of deliverance happening. And I've seen more deliverance in the last year than I have in the 25 years I've known the Lord. And so we're out at this outdoors and apartment complex and like people are praying for people and like demons are coming out. And like, it's like, for me, it's like, whoa, this is crazy. And and then right afterwards, they're like, okay, you got delivered. Um, you need to get baptized. And so right after they cast a demon out of someone, they take them to a hot tub and it's a public um, apartment complex. And there's these guys um, from Spain and they're drinking beer in the hot tub and they're baptizing people. And they're like, what's going on? Cause they're like, I think I thought you get baptized when you're a kid. Cause they're Catholic. And I was explaining, well, this person just gave their life to Jesus. And they're saying like, I want to do this cause I want to do it. I want to get baptized and kind of ex- explain it to these guys. And, so yeah, that that Richie is very very interesting, and um, I'm learning a lot. I'm learning a lot about um, from these different groups. It's pretty pretty cool. If you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to subscribe and check his blog at RalphMoore.net.